Uh oh. <laughs> what the hell was that? We'll start it off with a bang. <laughs> I'm toasting you, Max. Salute. I'm toasting you back. Hey, April. Oh, air, air cheers. Air cheers. That's right. We're about mm. uh, 10 feet from each other. Mm. This is episode mm. 18. Hey, you like this vintage? You know what this is? It's Opalo. 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 I didn't see you sip, though. So uh, we have to do a second air cheers. All right. Well, I'm just talking. All right. Uh, salute. Salute. Jingao. 100 years. Slanchy. That's good. It's been uh, tighter than a nun's ass. <laughs> no, it's good. I like your little aerator. It's been aerating for a couple hours before you came. Hey, you know, I was in uh, your neck of the woods here, Santi Monica, on Saturday night. What were you doing? On a rainy Saturday night. It was raining. It was. And I was very, 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 very reluctant to come down here. In the rain on a Saturday night, but I had to. I had to because I am the best husband that ever was for any wife. All I do is lift my wife and support my wife and back up my wife and support my wife and lift her up and help her out. And it is a full time job, my friend. So, one of the many things she's doing, oh, she's. She's getting more certifications for her HR. She's back at Second City, and she's uh, taking a course in hosting, and she took a commercial class, and da-da-da-da-da. So she got on this Actors Access, which is horrible, because she got me on it, and they send way too many alerts in a day. I know you can go in and modify the amount of alerts you get, but my God, do I need 35 fucking emails a day from Amazon? I spend money on Amazon. Can't they just leave me alone for a minute? So now she gets this boop alert on Actors Access. Honey, yeah, would you be interested in going to see a magic show with me? A magic show? What am I, nine? No, no magic shows. Well, there's this guy, and he's a magician down in Santa Monica, and he's looking for an assistant. And now my wife... <laughs> I just looked over at your face, and you're like, oh, my God. I mean, I have this picture of her being sawed in half. And, yeah, uh, you know, all of that. With the, with the sequin gown out, yep. you know, and she'll... Uh, yep, dude, back going in Going to the tank with her handcuffs. And- back in the 90s, when she was on the cruise ship entertaining people, uh, one of the things she did was... All that that you just said. She really was a magician's, Being a magician's assistant. assistant. Did she like it? Uh, I she liked it on the cruise ship, uh, I guess. But she's like, well, maybe this is something I could do. And you know, you have your picture up on the actors' access. So if the guy's looking for you and you submit yourself, he picks you. Right. So this magician here in Santa Monica picks my wife and says, "Come on down. I'll give you two free tickets." Well, Jesus. I mean, that's. That's kind of an obligation. I mean, it's very generous. Right. And you're not around the corner either. No, 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 sir. So I'm just like, well, gosh, do we really have to do this? I mean, you know, she's like, no, I I, I just, I really want to check it out. And I, I really want you to go with me and, you know, we'll have fun. We'll make a date night out of it. And she always tries to woo me with, we'll go to a, a great little restaurant we haven't been to and we'll have some some wine and well we didn't know where we were going to go yet so i said fuck it i'm looking i'm looking at what's to eat around here and i found mercado i love that place dude you've got a great restaurant down here called mercado many and it's a mexican restaurant but it's like 
really, really interesting, unique items. Right. And you've got all of these extraordinary taquilas and all of these amazing paintings of skeletons and Day of the Dead, and I, I loved it. I had a, a, a potato taco that, that, that made my balls explode in my pants. It Is was that why so you look good. thinner? Why? Because your balls exploded. <laughs> I tell you what, I was having such a good time at this Mikado. Even though it's raining outside, we're at the bar, we're having margaritas, you know, I'm, I'm building up my wife. I'm, 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 I'm telling her everything's going to be okay. And I, I'm like, oh, shit, we still have to go see this magician. Yeah, that is not your time out right there. You no. could have went home after that. I'm like, where, where is this place? Well, Mercado is right next to a place called Magicopolis. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I have. Oh, dude. Dude. So we go into Magicopolis. And there's a guy with long, shaggy hair and a bushy mustache doing card tricks at the front door. And I think that's the guy because there's, there's a lot of photos of him. Like on the Wall of Fame, there's like pictures of this guy with Penn and Teller and pictures of this guy with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's, a, he's a magical stalker. Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, and it seems like oh, he's kind of the deal. But he was also behind the bar, and then he was tearing the tickets, and then he was this, and then he was making announcements, and then, and then he's on stage. Is his name Jim Magicopolis? <laughs> <laughs> I think his name is Steven Spill. But he's the whole thing. But he's the whole thing, right. Steven Spill, okay? And I'm like, okay, look, I, this is already very surreal. Like, I looked up, and you know, there's a, there's a mannequin of a woman being sawed in half, and there's a lot of old Houdini posters and stuff like that, and a bunch of severed hands on the wall. Like, it looked like, uh, you know, Thing's family from the Adams Family thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you went to a Thing family reunion, you'd, you'd look up and see a bunch of severed hands running around. So I'm like, all right, I, I guess I can kind of get into this. Why not? Why not? And, and they had a bar, so I'd already had, you know, my margaritas right. now. Right, your buzz. You're feeling okay. I'm feeling a nice buzz. Couple, uh, couple Stella Artois, my friend. And the hipster bartender gave me the Stella Artois, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go, uh, go find a men's room and, and make some water. Dude, it is the biggest building in Santa Monica. It was three to four hallway turn you could fit a car in this hallway to get to the bathrooms it's this really old building mm -hmm. and it has been there for years and i'm getting closer and closer and closer to what i think is the bathroom only because i can smell the funk of a thousand magic fans you know <laughs> urine and shit and vomit and i'm like ah, oh here's the bathroom so I walk in and, you know, they got plastic tied over two of the urinals. Fair enough. So I do my business and, and the show's starting. Oh, shit. So I, I get back and I get inside the theater and the theater's huge. Lorenzo, this was, <laughs> this was the most lackadaisical, I could care less, let's just get this over with magician I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's on stage and he wants to go home. So he kind of comes out like, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I'm a magician, and uh, anyway, uh, anybody got a uh, anybody got a dollar bill? Dollar bill? Anyone? Uh, ah. Like he had he had his jokes that were kind of built in automatic reaction jokes, right? But these jokes have been in use 
probably for the past 35 years. Right. He didn't write them. He just got them from the magician joke book or something. Oh, I mean, listen, there were Mrs. Doubtfire references, my friend. Oh, you're kidding. This is the pop culture went as far as like Mrs. Doubtfire and Cookie Monster. I mean, it was crazy. Were there more than 10 people in the audience? Yes. Oh, yes. There were a lot of people in the audience. Really? So he drew people. Oh, he drew people. I give it up to him for that. He may be a local legend. I mean, there's something very sad and funny about the whole thing, but there's also something very curious like, wow, are people this desperate for magic? It it really felt like a dirty, late night, fucked up magic show. He's like the the Tony Clifton of magicians? Thank you. That's a perfect analogy. That's a perfect analogy. And you couldn't see his tricks. You couldn't see anything on stage. All right, so uh, I'm going to make these couple coins disappear. And, hey! All right, so my next trick. And, I mean, he was awful, uh, but in a beautiful way. Like, But it's like performance art in a way. Almost. If he's pulling the wool over our eyes and saying what you think you're seeing is a really great magic show, but what you're really seeing is a very disenfranchised, aging, bitter magician who's had it with this business and right. can't unload this building right. and just wants to sell beer and tickets in his book. Like right. any, any opportunity to sell his book. And he had his wife up there who was like this Polish magic chick. And, sh- and there were full skits with wigs and glasses and characterizations. It sounds like a caricature on, on the whole dynamic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was like, it was like uh, a Christopher Guest documentary, mockumentary on... An aging magician. Right. Which is actually a great idea for yeah, a movie. I thought I I thought to myself, if Nicole actually starts working with right. this guy, I want to make a movie about his life. Right. I mean, Eugene Levy as the magician, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, of course, his, his crazy wife is... Uh, um, oh, oh, you know, it's our girl. Oh, come on. <laughs> I can't remember her name. It's our girl! Catherine O'Hara. There you go. Thank you. So, yeah. That would dude. be a great film. So yeah, dude, that that just wiped me out. It was so weird. It was so weird. There's so much terrible stuff that you pay tickets to go see. It's like Cavalia. It's out there right now in LA again. It's come back to Southern California. I kind of wanted to see that with the horses. I saw it years ago. It's horrible. Really? First of all, it's not an a official official you know you go to vegas all the time yeah so you know in vegas you've got the uh what, what is it called the cirque du soleil cirque du soleil event you got all kinds of great cirque shows and there's some really good ones in yeah vegas. fantastic cavalia comes off with its white horses like it's a real cirque show it ain't a cirque show it ain't a cirque show it's a wannabe cirque show it doesn't have cirque de soleil presents cavalia it's like cirque de la flu presents cavalia it's they're, they're pulling the wool over your eyes man and you go into a tent and you watch a bunch of horses run around and you want to shoot yourself you want the horse to come and step on your head <laughs> or step on the guys who's standing on his back's head yeah that i wouldn't yeah. mind like, I, I wouldn't mind if we could get to a point of just watching live death on stage. I'm in for that. Well, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. I mean, if, if we're going to turn this, if we're going to turn America. I mean, they do stonings in the Middle East all the time where people true. come and they, get, they watch people I've getting killed. I've seen those videos. It's They're a show. Terrible. and It's They're been terrible. going on for a thousand years. But I'm saying if we're going to In America, turn, it doesn't happen. If we're turning this into a uh, dictatorship and then pretty soon we're going to have like uh, Romanesque facilities to see all this ultra kind of a breads and circuses kind of thing yeah i i might kind of be into that that might get me to go out again you, there might as long as they don't hurt animals you want to do max cook's bread and circuses 
at the forum. Yeah. Yeah, starting on September 2nd. Yeah, I don't Get mind. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster. I don't mind watching a tiger tear a human being apart, but I don't want to see them hurt the tiger. So you want to go back to basically um, the Colosseum days yeah. in Rome. Yeah. You want to build a big Colosseum. I've been to the where, Colosseum. Where wild animals tackle human yes. beings, and most of the time the human beings lose. Yes. But all, sometimes the human beings will the kill the animal. You no. have to be okay with that, which I'm not, frankly. I'll probably I'll probably right. have to leave and go get a and go get a beer and then come back. <laughs> so I, just a beer, huh? <laughs> I can't watch. Well, that. the main question is when does uh, your wife start being the assistant? Oh, I think she's going to take a very polite pass on that. Oh, <laughs> shocked! I'm so disappointed. I would be so down with seeing her. Yeah. No, she. Uh, she definitely was like, okay, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> but you had a fun, fun night in my we neck of the woods. We had a fun night, and, and, and then when I got home, I redid the entire show uh, in my underwear and my T-shirt at night before I go to bed. Do you sleep bottomless? I sleep totally naked. Ew, that's, I do. that's so creepy. I, I don't. Clothes hinder my movement. Ugh. What is wrong with you? I, I mean, unless it's absolutely Who's freezing. Who's asking your naked body to be in a bed? I'm not is asking anybody. Is that what anybody. your wife wants? I never asked her, but I'm more comfortable that way. Does she look at you when you get up to go pee? She's sleeping. It's probably three in the morning. But what about in the morning? Like, she's got to wake up and like you do the good morning thing. Dude, like you're just lying there with your... I'm sleeping with her, not you. I know, but do you like? <laughs> do you lean your arms back behind your head and your, oh, yeah. your yeah, fucking musky armpits are just yeah, staring I, at the I, ceiling I as you smile? I sleep with my arms embracing back behind my head. Always. That's that all that I do. woman. No, no. Yeah. I wear all, a all I do is I sit in bed and I just say, look at me. <laughs> I have no clothes on. I'm naked. And I put my arms back and I make sure I don't uh, trim my underarm hair. So it's like this <laughs> gigantic bush of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, I mean, do. I mean, for security purposes, do you have your clothes by your bed? Security? What if there's, an, what if there's a break-in or an, an earthquake or an alien invasion? <laughs> Are you going to run out in front of your well, building Well, I, I, I sleep for comfort. I don't think of the security of how I am. I don't think of like, uh, well, number one, I'm close to my closet. I could run the five feet and get clothes if I wanted to. You know, the closet <laughs> is not like in another part of the house. So, um, I don't know. What if a beam comes crashing down in front of the closet and you can't get to your robe? <laughs> well, if a beam comes crashing down, I'm dead. No, you, you've just missed it, but you're standing there naked. Oh, no, oh, I've shit. missed the beam. Yeah. I see. Oh, shit. I'm naked and I've got to run outside now. You know what? If it's life or death, I will run outside naked. Ugh. Me being clothed is not my first, uh, the first thought in my head. Boy. Would that be your first thought? Shit is going down. There is a nine-point earthquake, and you either have to run outside and live or stay in and die. But first, you're putting your clothes on. Not only that, I and have you're, you're going to bring wipes, and you're going to yeah, bring. <laughs> I have a little bottle, a little bottle I keep on my sink of conditioner. Every morning, you're I running out with a nine-point with conditioner. <laughs> Listen, every morning before I do anything, I get out of bed. And I go, I take a little bit of the conditioner and some water, and I run my hair over the water, and I make my hair like normal, and I condition it out so I don't have bedhead. Because there are too many fucking guys who get up and walk around in the morning with their bedhead and their stupid tired face. Like, uh, mm, hey, what's going on? Their eyes are closed. I can't wake up. I'm so tired. I can't wake up! Uh, no, no, I'm up. I'm up, and I'm quaffed, and, and I'm, I'm deodorized. I take a little wipe under each armpit, and then I do a little spritz. Then I walk the dogs. So if 
the police come or 911 responders to some kind of natural disaster and they say, you got to leave now. You are not leaving until you're quaffed. I mean, listen, if I have an opportunity, I'll... Because that 30 seconds could kill I'll you spritz- that you're spending All on right, being All right, well, then at least let me... <laughs> At least let me grab a hat and a pair of decent shoes. What if the hat's upstairs? Ups- I don't have an upstairs. Well, what if it's in a room that's not accessible? You're going to risk your life for your hat so you don't have your bed head? I, I keep hats in a few different <laughs> places. I keep I keep a little wool cap. You've got a safety hat? Right out, right outside the front door, uh, I keep a little wool cap. I grab that probably and put it on. So Does I it won't, say service hat? So I won't have bed head. Service hat. So I won't have bed head in the event of an earthquake or... <laughs> I can't. I can't the look sad bad. Part is you actually think of this? Yes. I, this has never occurred to me ever. Well, that's because you're a dim bulb. I'm a smart person. <laughs> oh, this is an intelligence <laughs> issue. <laughs> Only intelligent people will risk their life to put a fucking hat on. I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, listen. Oh, you're such a freak. But I love you. I love you Why so much. Why am I a freak? Because you think of this shit like you've got nothing else to think about. That's not true. I just I'm I'm coursing my way towards looking attractive in the event of in the event of an absolute catastrophe. (laughs) (laughs) So when they save everybody and you go onto the big bus to get out of, they're gonna say, "Whoa, doesn't he look good?" Oh my god! Let's save him first. Netflix has a new version of Queer Eye for the Straight. You know, I actually just heard about that today, and uh, I don't know if the world needs that for what reason. No, it needs it. It's you think so? It's so. Beautiful. I watched the first episode last night, and I was a blubbering sack of nothingness by the end of it. It's so great. I mean, it was groundbreaking, what, 15 years ago? When, sure, and it was know, a great cast. Right, but also, you know, coming out as gay men, it wasn't as acceptable right. as it is today. And now it's just basically under the realm of who cares. I think it's less accessible really? today. I think it's if it's we, they've come so far, which is great. I, I think it's a big who cares. Well, You're gay. Who cares? That may be true, but it depends on what area because this is a, a, a darker, more sincere, more adult version of the show. Mm. And uh, sorry, they're going into like, you know, Montgomery, Alabama, and they're going to help out Tom, who loves NASCAR. You know, and okay, so they're purposely going into those yes, areas. Yes, they're that are, going that into are, volatile areas. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist, it does. There are those areas that are still back in 1940. I get it. But that's that's their spin. They're not doing it in any kind of you know hip, accepting metropolis. No, I mean, well, look, I've only seen one, but the point is, what they did for this guy, how they helped him, how they helped change his life, how they helped clean him up and get him into some. I mean, all the dude wear, was wearing was jorts, right? And they're beefing him up and they're giving him a makeover and. Oh well, they're cleaning him up, but but. Also, what's so extraordinary was his openness. Like, he's, he's a redneck. He's a redneck, okay? And he even makes his redneck margaritas. Well, redneck margarita, you take your Mountain Dew and some tequila, and you pour it all in there with a bunch of ice, and you get blasted. You know what I mean? He's a real redneck. Right. And the, the, the gays come in. And they, they've, they've got a culture gay, and they've got a food gay, and they've got a grooming gay. Are you kidding me? The grooming gay gives our man some pace because he's got the, uh, what? not Croatia. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is it, the red stuff that gets on your face? The red stuff? You know, when your skin like, gets Croatia. Ro- 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 Ropecia? Ropecia. He's got the Ropecia on his face. Mm, mm-hmm. So the, the gay groomer guy gives him cream, and then they leave, and they film him, and he's putting the cream on because he's following the program. 
to try to look better. They're changing him. Oh, and they did, and they did, and it meant so much to him. And everyone's crying at the end, and you're like, see, this is what we could be. A redneck and a, and a, and a, and a fruit can come together and, and cry and hug each other because they helped each other. And then that night he went to the bar and he got the shit beat <laughs> out of him. That's what I'm telling you, because he had all his friends looking at him That's like, right. what the hell are you doing? Where's this going to end, Tom? Right. Why do you keep hanging out with them queers? I like them queers. Don't say no bad things about them. I like them. They're my friends. That they're kicking his face in. Yeah, it's just like, oh, everything just needs to be more... <laughs> well, the world would actually be in much kinder and better looking place if it was. Yeah. Think of all the design that would happen. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. As a, Did you have any good soul food when you were in Atlanta? Uh, I went to Atlanta, which was just great to see yeah. a, a really a couple of good friends of mine. And... Um, did I have soul food? No, actually, I had Indian food oh. in Atlanta, believe it or not. Why? Because my friend, is uh, her background is, is Indian. Okay. She wants Indian food. She was a, she's a fantastic singer. Yeah, but she lives to... there and gets to eat Indian food all the time. That's I, true. I would have said, take me to the best soul food kitchen in town. And I know some in Atlanta that right. I went to when I was in Atlanta. Right. It's a very cool place. I went to uh, learn all about... Do you not like soul? No, soul I do. Food? I asked her what she wanted. Fried and, and chicken that, and collard greens. And, and black eyed peas. And grits. And cornbread. Cornbread. Beans and cornbread. Fritters. Beans and cornbread. Hush puppies. Beans and cornbread. Sweet potato pie. Yeah, that's right. Well, see, I tell you, I was in Athens before I was in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, it's a hometown of R.E.M. And I went to Automatic for the People, which is based off one of their It's albums. a cafe, isn't it? It's called, yeah, Automatic for the People. And boy, oh boy, is that Southern... Was it good? Fried chicken, soul food. Very good. Uh, kind of greasy, though, isn't it? I, nah, that didn't bother me so much, but like the situation with the lemonade was rough because no matter what, you had to have... Uh, I'm sorry, iced tea, you mm. had to have sugar in it. Oh, okay. You know, it's that type of thing. Really like, bitter. Yeah, it's like, I can't get an... Can I get an iced tea with lemon? We ain't got no lemon here. You got iced tea over there. Got sugar in it. No. All right, fine. But, you know, you surrender because you're in the culture now. And, and it's automatic. And it's automatic. For so. the people. You're the people, and they make it automatically. Yeah. But no, I... Uh, oh, God. I just love... So, so okay. So you had Indian food. That's good. All right. So what did you do out there? Well, I went... You didn't go to that Coca-Cola museum, I hope. I didn't, but right across the way, actually, is a fantastic museum called the Civil Rights Museum. Oh, the Civil and Rights Museum. And it's literally just within walking distance of the yes, Coca-Cola Museum. So beautiful. we didn't do the Coca-Cola Museum, my buddy and I. We actually went to uh, Civil Rights Museum. Is that by the Martin Luther King Museum? Uh, not that far. I went oh, there also. It's, yeah. it's called the Martin Luther King Center. And yes. I learned all about yes. Martin Luther King and Coretta. Yes. Coretta was a musician. Is that true? Yeah, Coretta, gosh, she got a, a degree in music at in Boston. And oh that's actually God. where she met uh, MLK while she was getting her degree in music. So she performed all the time that we, they were together. Wow. Yeah, she was actually quite the person herself. So I learned all about them, and, and the museum brings you back to that time, and it's got amazing displays, and it's great. It does. I've been to it's that one. It's really fantastic. I went to Martin Luther King's house. The one he grew up in? Right. I went to that, uh, you know, that the, underground the, church. The Ebenezer Church. Yeah, I went there. Mm -hmm. I, f I found the Lord. It was fantastic. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, it was great. And I was there on a dark, rainy, cold Ooh. day. And right down the street from the church is a cemetery called the Oakland Cemetery. I love cemeteries. And that's where I was thinking about you. I was walking in the oh. cemetery. It was dark and raining I and love cold. It. 
and I death, s- I was sending you pics, cold, and it was great. Death. It was just. Do you want to be uh, buried? You want to be no, cremated? No, cremated. Right? Absolutely. And your ashes spread over Bahia? Yeah, in Bahia yeah? de Los Angeles. Is that what's going to happen? Over feeding whale sharks. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's what I want to do. Uh, so Naomi's going to... And then they'll ingest my ashes and then poop me out. Wow. Yeah. True recycling. Now you're making that poor woman go down there. I don't know if it's going to be her. I'm not making anyone do anything. Oh. It could be my sister. It could be you. Would you do it for me? Uh... Well, you won't be driving, so how am I going to do it? That, it's called you driving. I'll just mail them down to... <laughs> who's, it, who's your guy down there? Uh, I got some guys down there. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the main guy? Uh, probably Ricardo. Ricardo! We'll just mail him to Ricardo. All right, you do that for me. And well, he'll, he'll do it. He'll, he'll do it for me. It. All right, well, he'll that's my plan. It. What's your plan? Uh, well, I'm saving all my beautiful dogs that are dying, that have died. So I've got... The ashes of Mickey. I have the ashes of Lily. I have the ashes of Bugsy. And once all those ashes are together and I die, then I'll become ashes because Nicole will live at least another 30 years. 30? Oh, yeah. When are you going to die? Oh, within at least 10 years. You're not going to see 80 and 90? No, no. Oh, Who I, wants to see that? I want to see it. So I want to be 90 with you. Ugh. It'd be great. You're on your own, Tiger. <laughs> So the dog ashes and me ashes, and then Nicole will hold on to all those ashes. And then when she dies, you know, Ashley or someone will take all of us and throw us over Cayucas Bridge. Cayucas Bridge? Yeah. The bridge or the pier? The pier. The pier. Yeah. So you want to be thrown over Cayucas Pier? Yeah. All right. I mean, I might be around. You want me to go too? Sure. And then we'll go drink some wine. Well, I your... won't be around. No, no, no. But, I'll be but, dead. But Nicole will be. Yes. I'll go with Nicole. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick around for a long time. All right. I have no plans of leaving. But don't, uh, don't hit on her or anything. Don't hit on her. Well, you know, I always wanted to be with a magician's assistant. So. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a fantasy of mine. But yeah, I don't, want, uh, I don't want to be buried underground or anything. Why take up space? No, it I don't make want any that. Sense. I don't want a tombstone. Then the worms get you. And yeah, no. You don't want that. I don't want anyone to know anything. Right. Just put you If in anyone fire. knew me or had a fond memory, that's my marker. I don't want a, I don't want a, a placard. Uh, uh, no. I, I just want to be in a bag. I want the, the coroner to give my wife just a bag. Right. And all the ashes are in there, and they get dumped in the ocean. Do you not want any kind of physical memorial and just have a bunch of Facebook posts? No, I don't mind that. Okay. So we should have a party and celebrate your life. Yeah, yeah. No, I really want to see. I want to see that. I want to see just how hard my death is going to hit people because I'm taken so for granted every single day. I cannot wait to see that. That I'm looking forward to. That I'm I'm a good old reliable cook. You won't have me to kick around anymore. Who's kicking you? So I'm going to be gone, and right. I'm going to get to watch one by one everyone come up and completely fall apart <laughs> at the microphone because they can't even talk about it. So you're going to be, your spirit will be around miss- watching us oh, yeah. that fall I, apart. That I want to see. What if we're all actually kind of laughing and happy? Uh, Is that going to bug you? What if yeah, no one's really falling apart? Yeah, that'll really bother me. That'll right. hurt. Okay. That'll so you hurt. want us to, whether we're I'd faking or not, just, just to grieve and pretend that we're sad? Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I want I can it to do be that. sourful, sourful and, and okay. And just, I want everyone to be just broken, just broken hearted and shattered right. by my loss. Well, so what you're saying, this is going to happen sooner than later. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I just don't see myself living very long. Which is why you're going to live very long. Ugh. You're going to do it in spite of yourself. I need to ask you a question. Let's put death to the side. Let's talk about life. 
Now, there's something that you did that I I don't know any of the results, so I'm asking you right now. What'd I do? You did a DNA test, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you do the swab and send it into some company and they told you who you were and your dad was the king of Estonia or whatever? (laughs) what, What was the result of that? Well, I don't have my percentages. Had I known we were talking about this, I could tell you. But I'm I'm at least thirty seven point three percent Irish. Really? I was very excited about that. Oh. Yeah, I'm mostly um, you know I'm definitely white. I'm a Eastern European white man, but a lot of Irish and German, but but mostly Irish. But well, Ireland is not Eastern Europe. Right, but I'm saying besides that. Oh, some of your DNA is from Eastern Europe. No, wh- where's Eastern Europe? Eastern Europe is like Lithuania. No, 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 Estonia, no, no, none of that. Hungary, none of that. None of that. Sorry, Western Europe. Western Europe, yeah. okay. No, not Eastern, not all that stuff. Okay. Uh, that, that's you and Adam territory. Right. Lithuania. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm none of that. Uh, I'm just a white guy. Okay. It was, it was actually n- nothing very interesting. Oh, it came back and you went, oh, I'm just a white guy. Yeah. Did yeah. it say you're just a white guy? Yes. On the piece of paper? Yes, it was, it was actually okay. laughable. Like, there was nothing, <laughs> there was nothing exciting in right. there. It wasn't like that TV show where they said, okay, you know, uh, your great aunt was a queen, yeah. and then no, your family's like totally that. amazing. Nothing like that. Basically said, you're, you're a white guy, and they- You're they, a white, low, and they loser, were, They fuck. were all blue-collar laborers that yes. shoveled shit for yes. other people. Yes, for and two drank cents. themselves And drank them, okay. Yes. No, none of that. Uh, right. I would have killed for something Mediterranean. None of that. All right. Yeah, I don't know why I said Eastern Europe. I'm really bad at geography. That's okay. No, none of that came in. Why? Did you do it? No. Oh. <laughs> well, why are we talking it. about it? Well, because you did. I thought it was interesting. But, I, th- I thought you would give me some more than just I'm, I'm just a white no, guy. No, I'm just, I'm not, just I'm not the guy for that. You know guy. so many exotics. I would talk to the exotics. I wouldn't talk to a white guy with freckles. I mean, well, it's you never not know. Be I mean, the whole point is there, there is that unknown out there, but they, not with me. But and didn't come I'm back so like you know, white. You, you've matched ninety eight percent of this other guy who might be your brother no. who lives in you know. I don't want to find out about brothers. You don't want to know. No, 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 no. I, for example, um, uh, Tom Payson, my stepdad. Your, your stepdad. Cousin, yeah. He 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 found out he had a sister. Right. Okay, and uh, you know the sister they the sister came from the same womb as he did. So right. it's it's. It's his half-sister, but right. they shared a womb. So now this sister is coming into everyone's lives. All of this was found out because he did the DNA test. No. Oh. That was, that was all found out separately, but oh. he, he still did the DNA test, but, but it turned out that they were a match anyway. They did a whole other separate thing. Oh. And now they're about to meet each other. I don't want to... If I do a DNA test and find out that I have matches locally... I don't want to know any of those fucking people. And if they reach out to you saying, hey, I think I might be your half-brother. I'm not answering it. I don't want a half-brother. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, I, listen, you know 99.9% of the time they're going to wind up being assholes. Now you're stuck with a half-brother asshole in your life. Right. Who wants money from you? That you can't shake. No, I'm not doing it. I don't want, to, I don't want any more people. No more. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Is, is anyone listening? I'm good on people. You have enough in your life. Your life is full. Yes. You've got your your harem and your I've posse. Got my, I've got and you've my, got your whole core of. I got a, I got everything I need. Living under the max cook bubble, and that's enough. <laughs> yes. You have my, enough people that devote their life to you. I want all the women in my harems, uh, all my girls. I want them all in just dark shrouds, just weeping at my funeral. Just wow, really? All hunched together, almost like a. 
Should I bring an eyedropper just in case they're not? And Forget just the red pretend tent. It? <laughs> not a red tent diary, like a black tent diary. Just Everyone's just... Modeling. It was the most catastrophic loss of their life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here we go with you, because you're gonna, you're, 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 you brought this up and you did it yourself. Um, you know, I, 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 I have a real tough time with your belief system on... On the Jew thing, and and oh, I didn't bring that up. You just did. and and you're about to get this DNA test, and yes, you're no, going to find say, out. I might do it. I might you're not. You're going to find know. out that that the Jew that is Jew DNA yeah. is fully in you, and you still deny it. No, no. All I said we had this conversation privately, and others disagree. I just don't think it's a race. I think if you come from Eastern Europe, they happen to be Jewish, but they're from Eastern Europe or they're from whatever country, and they're Jewish like they're. Like the Christian. That, that is... You know, you're not genetically you Christian. You seriously don't know how ridiculous you sound. No, it's like, the total like, opposite. It's, it's, it, it, you, you sound like... This is like the most, I would say, if I had to put it as an example, this is the most Trumpy you are. No, dude, you, you drank the Kool-Aid. Did you ever do a census test ever? No. Never, never, never crossed off what race you are on a census test? Oh, not a census test, but yeah, I've yeah, well, checked no. Caucasian. Yeah, well, where is the Jewish category? There's so many of them. Why isn't there a Jewish category? It's under Caucasian. No, there's no. There's not even a Jewish. It doesn't even say the word because it's not a category. It's just a religion. Let me ask you this. You know how old Judaism is? It's fifty-two or fifty-five hundred years old. Well, if it's a race of people, so that race only happened fifty-five hundred years ago. Yes. That's ridiculous. Human beings have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. Why is that particular race only fifty-five hundred? I don't years know. Old? It's a. It doesn't make any a, sense. It's a genetic mutation. No, that happened. it's not. It's okay. Not, it's All right. not. All right. We, we agree there, to disagree. There but you it's, go. It's just a religion. If you're Christian. Judaism and, uh, is just a religion. Yeah. It is not a biological right. designated if DNA. You, if there's anyone who actually listens to this show that disagrees with him, please tell him. I have had my friends, some very, I have had Jewish educators tell him, tell him that he's wrong and he doesn't listen. Because they're wrong. Let me ask you a question. If someone, you're, you're a Caucasian, can you change to a black man? No. Why? Because I'm Caucasian. Can you change to being Jewish? Uh, can I you can convert, convert to Jew? Yeah. But because that, it's not but a I, genetic issue. But, but I won't be it a real not Jew. A, it's not I won't a, be a real a, Jew. Of course you would. You, I won't be a real Jew. Well, tell that to all the people I'll be who a converted. wannabe Jew. Then all the people that converted will be very mad at you. It isn't a DNA issue. Mm -hmm. Race is a DNA issue. It's that simple. Okay. You know, it's like people from India, most of them are Hindu. They're not genetically Hindu. Right. They, they're genetically Indian. So there's no such thing as a Jewish race. Right, and there's no such thing as a Hindu race or a Christian race or a Muslim race. Right. It's, it's one of the five great religions of the world. Got it. That's not a genetic component to it. So why did you change your name? Because you didn't like uh, Larry Talby because it was too Jewish? Why did you change no, your name? I didn't change it. I, it's a nickname. Why did you change your name to Max? Because there was another Jeff Cook in SAG. Right, but are you gen did you do it legally? No, no okay, yeah, I, I don't want to. Okay, but you didn't. Well, I had no choice because I can't, I can't have the same name as another guy in SAG. So I changed my name. I took a great Uncle Max, and which is weird because you show me your Uncle Max down there. I did. But, but that, that had to do with a, getting into a union. That's fine, but it's just a choice. It's not, a, not because of any religion. Okay, or, or so it's denial. not because you're, you didn't want to be associated with uh, no. being a Jew. No. That's, okay. That's all on you. I, that never even all occurred right. to me. Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I'm I'm glad that that's the case. <laughs> I don't believe you. But. I was totally born Jewish. I was bar mitzvah and all that, but none of that's genetic. That's because I was born 
into the Jewish religion. Does your father believe that? I have. We never talked about it. Oh, well, we should. We oh, should. okay. Let's well, get, get your dad on the horn. Hey, that. well, I wish we could do a phone call. No, we, we're doing it right now. It might not come off on the mic, though. Just relax. He's a CPA, so right now he's in the middle of tax season. He's fine. Let's see if he answers. Hold it close to the mic, so. I know so, what to do. And make it, uh, turn the volume all the way up. I know what to do. Hello? UV? This is Max Cook calling. We're on Magazine Podcast with your son, Lorenzo. Yes, you're, you're on the air, sir. We are recording now. I'm on the air. <laughs> okay. Do you got a minute? I have a minute. All right. It really upsets me that your son does not believe that Judaism is DNA. He thinks it's just like a religion. You choose it as a religion, like Christianity, like this, like that. You can either be a Jew or not be a Jew. Isn't it untrue? Isn't it true that to be Jewish, it's actually biological? Well, Max, gee, that's a deep question. I know. Sorry to blindside you, but this thing has to end. Well, well, actually, I think you're both right. Okay. Okay. I don't know about biological necessarily, but... Um, it's definitely ingrained, for sure. Thank you. But that's a mental thing. Okay. You, I don't think anyone is, is necessarily born with a Jewish chip in their, in their brain. But um, from day one, it sure is there. So I think it's one of the learned things, actually. Thank you. Why do you think he's so ashamed of being Jewish? <laughs> so You're what? such an asshole. Okay ashamed he's always changing his name he's always trying to get away from his judaism don't you think don't you think he's running away from who he truly is i uh, no, i don't because i think he's uh he's always part of this family and has been and i don't think that's a problem at all because he's a he attends jewish functions he, he considers himself the jewish i think the only reason he changes his name is because he's trying to hold himself out as a musician and musicians are crazy. You know that. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I love you, too. Wow, UV. I, uh, you gave us a great answer, but I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed. I, 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 think, I think you and I both know that a, uh, that a Jew is a Jew. It's, a, it's, it's, in your, it's in your blood. Well, it is that, yes. It's, that's true. But he thinks you can just shake off the Jewishness and jump in the pool. <laughs> well... No, that's not necessarily true. Thank you. You can't do that. All right, here's... I, don't think, I, I, think it's, I think it's more ingrained, actually, than other religions. I really do. I think that other religions do what they do because of habit or because their parents are or whatever. But I think that once you've been taught, and in his case, once he was bar mitzvah, um, I think it's, it's ingrained. I don't think it comes in the bones, but it sure is uh, put in there by your parents. All right, one more question. Victor's choice. Victor's choice. Your son, Lorenzo, or me? You can only pick one. For for, for what? For Victor's choice. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to take Lorenzo. (laughs) I can't believe you picked your son over me. Love you, Dad. 
Are you in the throes of tax season? Uh, are you kidding? The throes? Absolutely. Uh, I'm in the I'm in the throes and I'm in the, the arm lock and the headlock and every, everything else that kind of Westing holds. Well, be by the balls, no doubt about it. Well, you're amazing. Thank you for uh, allowing us to torture you with this uh, nonsense. Well, I, I'm, just, I'm just delighted that you called. <laughs> it's so nice to talk to you. Well, we love you and, and happy. What's the next big Jewish holiday? Happy Passover. Happy Passover. Uh, it, is, remember, but you know, Passover having to do with Christ and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all at the same time, right? Hey, isn't Passover where you open the door and Elijah comes in? Absolutely. I love Passover. Yes, absolutely. And you hide the matzah? <laughs> you do. I love it. All right, we love you. Go go back to taxes. You're a real Jew. I love you. Bye. We love you too. Bye-bye. See? What a great guy. And he, absolutely nothing premeditated. That's because he loves spoke you his, no, he so spoke much. Mind. No, that's he a, loves you so well, much. You just can't that accept he has a different point of view. You. No, he accepted me, but he spoke his mind and he basically said what I said. <laughs> we move on. I have been vindicated by a higher authority. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you very Your much. Your dad is. He's one of a kind. Truly spectacular. He's an amazing guy. One of my favorite people. Now, of what's going to happen when he dies? You're going to be a mess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I I love my dad. He's fantastic. I know. I will be a mess. It'll suck. It, yes, but he's it not going be. anywhere. Not for a long time. He'll be fine. I think so. I hope so. He's still got a wire in his sticker. He does. He has a permanently so permanent. It's actually so wired great. wired to his body. His uh, pacemaker. I wish I had more to tell you about yeah. the DNA test, but right. mine was very boring. All right. You know, I'm kind of done. <laughs> is this is this the end of the show i don't know man he sort of took it out of me i love all the turns i i love calling my dad that was completely unexpected you know but there is one if we're going to go one end on one parental thing which probably is going to take another half an hour yes you just spent a week with your mom at your house too tw- long 24 7 too seven long. days a week oh, and man. uh that must have been killer I love your mom, but she's spectacular. But every every day for a week is killer. Every day for a week, and let me tell you, she uh, she didn't want to go anywhere. She didn't want to do anything. I just want to do my crafts. Oh, shut up! And we don't have the space like Ashley does. You know, my sister has a really big house, a sprawling stead out in Grapevine, Texas, and mom can spread out her crafts, and you don't even you're none the wiser. Well, in my place, you know, it's a smaller condo, and and mom's right there. And you got to keep appeasing her and you got to keep her occupied. We left three times in a week. One was to go to breakfast. One was to go to a Chester session, which was a lot of fun. And then one was to go out to Cal City out in the desert to see my grandma, Patty, mom's mom, and Gramps. The rest of the time, my mom is home, is home. And little things like the older she gets, it seems to me she gets a lot more defensive. Like I had just put 200 bucks into fixing a coil in our built-in microwave, okay? So I'm sitting on the couch and mom grazes. She doesn't eat three meals, she grazes. <laughs> I'm grazing, oh shut up, I'm grazing. keep like 10 things open all over the house? Dude, it's- So it, she can graze and pick she's and- She's bringing food into the bedroom. She's, mom, we have dogs. Mom, you cannot leave the Girl Scout cookies out because Barney Fife is gonna eat them and get sick, mom! So your house is one gigantic buffet all the time, all the time. Nuts. And I'm, I'm finding crackers and, and 
Mom, why are you going to bed with a glass of beer, a, a, a bottle of milk, and a, and a piece of cheese? So <laughs> Beer, milk, and cheese? So she's up in the microwave. Slam. Beep, beep, beep. Slam. Beep, beep, beep. Slam. Mom, can you please stop slamming the microwave door? Why? I'm not slamming it. Slam. It happened so many times until finally I said, Mom, I just put $200 into this microwave. You keep slamming the door. Can you please show some respect and not slam the microwave door? Mom! Slam! Beep, beep, beep. I gave up. You have to pick your battles. I'm telling you. I, 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 there was nothing I could do. I could only surrender and accept that my microwave is going to be fucked up. That my dog's going to eat chocolate and die. That uh, I'm not going to be able to watch this. I'm not going to be able to watch... Put something on for me. I will tell you this. We did have one, two rather, really good times actually watching movies because my mom is so, is is such a a multitasker that she's looking down the whole time on the craft as the movie's playing. I said, mom, no crafts. Get in the couch, get some wine in your gullet. We're going to look at Chuck. Chuck. Which is uh, Liev Schreiber plays the guy who Sylvester Stallone based Rocky on. This is the real-life Rocky Oh, Bobo. no kidding. It's, dude, it's hilarious. It's great. It's very charming. Mom and I have this thing. We grew up watching Rocky movies together. It's I a think bonding night a little bit. It's a bit. bonding night. She had a blast with that. The second film, which I was really surprised because she went, I want to see some of the Oscar movies because Mom and I used to watch the Oscars together, so it was really nice that we actually got to watch the new show together. I invited up the neighbor babes. I put out a full spread. Do you know how much money I spent on this trip? I just kept shopping and bringing home good Ooh, tidings. That's taking a lot of care money. of everyone. Yeah. What do you need? What can I get But you're to- trying to be the good son and show her a great time. And what does it get me? Nothing. So, so, She went so, home pissed off at you. Yeah, so the next day... After Oscars, I want to see another Oscar film. I said, Mom, this one I think is really going to grab you. Let's watch it. Come on. Florida Project. Never saw it. Dude, I want to. you got to see the Florida Project. I want Project. to. And she loved it. So we did have our moments. You know what I mean? But uh, William Defoe. She's very... And all these unknown kid actors yeah. who apparently were great. Extraordinary. Someone named Brooklyn something? Brooklyn or? should have been nominated. Yeah, I heard that she was supporting I got to see You've that. never seen anything like it. But you and your mom shared this moment. We shared this moment, and it was nice to have those moments. But for the most part, she's very defensive. You know, she's, she's, pretty, she's pretty kooky. But I love her, and I just, I, I, I tell you what, being around her now is actually so much better than it used to be. Oh, that's great. I used to be around her needing her love. Now I don't need her love anymore. If you've, she gives it great. You've progressed. Yeah, it's like I don't, I used to be around her holding on to resentments. Well, gosh, mom, you never call. You never this. You never that. You know, you know. What kind of mom are you? All you care about is Ashley. All you care about is your grandson. Uh, I'm left behind. I, I, I shook all that off, man. I shook it all off. I let it all go. I forgave. I forgot. And, and it's fine. And you can just be and have I can a, just be. She's just now, I mean, she's your mother, but she can just be a person you're having yes, fun with. Yes. And, I, and I, I gently, like I said, I'll pick my battles. I gently will say, mom, can you just not slam... The door. I had two requests. Don't slam the microwave and please don't bring chocolate into the bedroom that the dogs can eat. Um, and, and that's it. We had a very, very nice trip, but it was, it was very long. Mm-hmm. 
but we had a good time. That's great. I love her. Okay, that's great. I, I mean, love I, her. I thought it would be more crap and more anger and stuff. But now that you've moved on, it's like you can just actually be happier. And when she comes next time, it won't be that big of a deal. Lorenzo, I got But I have to admit, a week is a long time. While I get more irritable in my old age, I don't get... The resentments just melt away. I just can't hold on to them anymore. For anyone. Life's too short. Life's too short. Even people who have wronged me, hurt me, broken my heart in the past, whatever, I salute. You're letting it go. I wish them all the best. God forbid I ever run into these people. I'll punch them in the face. That's not true. Enjoy your life. Just leave me out of it. And it's fine. You're you're in a good space. I I think I've evolved. You've turned a corner. Maybe I'll convert to Judaism. Well, then your DNA will change. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. I'll be a fake Jew. Aren't you a fake Jew now? Look at what you're wearing, actually. I want to put together 10 professors. All right, bring them on in. To combat you on this. Let's show. do a show with those 10 <laughs> professors. I'll have to buy more microphones, but I'm down with it. I accept it. All right. All right. This thought, was enlightening, dude. I thought it was fun. I thought it was very fun. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Everybody. Thank you for listening. See you next time. It's a mitzvah.